Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome to The Daily Break. I'm Andrew Tallman. Here's what's happening today at Newsweek. A good story out of Ukraine. One of the villages captured early on in the Russian invasion on the south towards the Black Sea is called Mykolaiv. And even though the Russians took it early, the Ukrainians pushed back and have reconquered the territory. And it's kind of at the front, exactly, of where the Russian and Ukrainian presence is at the moment. In the process of retaking the village, the Ukrainians completely destroyed a Russian military base and the Russians who were there. And that's where we find the story of Max. Max is a Belgian shepherd who is a service dog in the Russian army, but he was found wandering the streets of Mykolaiv after the take-back, wearing a Russian collar but clearly not having a handler around anymore. And somebody there took him in and started nourishing him and taking care of him, and then eventually decided, you know, I bet this dog is trained, he can do good for us as a country, and he gives him to the soldiers of the 19th Regiment of Ukraine's National Guard, who took him in immediately. Discovered that he was highly trained, of course. He was able to sniff out explosive devices, carry out search and rescue duties. The only challenge for Max is he speaks Russian, or at least listens to Russian. So they're retraining him in Ukrainian, even though they're similar, they're not exactly the same. He's about three years old, is in great physical shape, and the soldiers are grateful to have him. Especially given that being a pedigree dog, the person who found him and took him in originally could certainly have sold him for a fairly good price. So I guess you could say that Max the Belgian Shepherd is now the first official canine defector of the Russian invasion. You know how some people like to go fishing, and of course the people who like to go fishing like to tell stories about going fishing. And you know that typically those stories are, well let's just say, a little bit seasoned with embellishment. Not so for Scott Flitcraft. He was fishing on Lake Isabella in California on a kayak. He was out there looking for crappie, you know, small fish. He had two rods with him, one that was equipped with a plastic worm. Not the most exciting gear, right? And he casts it out there, and then he feels something very large tugging on his line. And he's like, it's a tree. I've got it hooked on the bottom somewhere. So he pulls a little harder, no give. He was sure that it was a tree. And then it does start to pull back. He's like, oh my goodness, I've got a fish. So he starts reeling it in, he's playing with it, it's taking an eternity to get this fish on board, and eventually he reels it in and he posts a video of the catch. I've caught the biggest bass that I have ever caught in my life. This thing is huge. I have no idea how much it weighs. It's just giant. It's gotta weigh eight, 10 pounds, 12 pounds. I don't have a scale. This thing is just a monster. And I'm just telling you watching this video, that's not a 10-pound bass. That thing's enormous. Definitely bigger than 10 pounds. Did I mention he was on a kayak? Anyway, eventually he manages to find another fisherman on the lake who's got a scale. He hooks it up, 16 pounds, 12 ounces. He says his whole hand easily fit inside the mouth. He was in shock. He takes a few photos, he posts them up to Facebook, and then he throws her back. Why? Because he figures she's probably a female, she's probably got eggs, they want to restock the lake, and what are you going to do with a 16-pound bass anyway? Now, this is not the biggest one to have ever been caught in the lake. In 1972, they started stocking it for bass and other fish, and they found a lot of big ones over the years, even as much as 20 pounds. The largest one on record, 25 pounds, thought to maybe be the biggest one ever caught in the world. For his part, Flitcraft is just amazed. How in the world was I able to catch this big of a fish with the pole I normally catch small bass and panfish with? 
And I'm pretty sure I know the question most fishermen would like to ask him. What was the name of that plastic worm brand again? Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. So, you know, people who play the lottery, they do it for all different kinds of reasons and they have all different kinds of superstitions about which numbers to pick for their friends or their kids' birthdays or their lucky number. Or if they're not lottery players, maybe they just do scratch-offs, right? And still, there's just all kinds of weird reasons that people will buy various tickets or not buy them and so forth. Well, in Holly, Michigan, a woman bought the Michigan Lottery's Multiplier Spectacular Instant Game card. $2 million maximum payoff. What attracted her to that card? She just thought it looked cool. She says it caught her eye because she liked the color and the design, so she decided to give it a try. Now, I'm looking at the card, and I'm telling you, it's, you know, okay appealing. It's got some rainbow glitter at the top. It says spectacular and well, spectacular cursive across it. And, of course, it offers a $2 million multiplier as the big prize, which, of course, she won. $2 million on a single scratcher. Now, the woman's chosen to remain anonymous, which I always think is the right decision for folks. She's also chosen to take the lump sum payout, which is $1.2 million right now, as opposed to waiting over the course of 30 years for all the annuities to pay off. Maybe also thinking, inflation's kind of a problem right now. So let's take the money in advance. The part about this story that amazes me is, it's a $20 ticket. Meaning that just on a random whim, because she says the card looked pretty to her, she plopped down $20 at Kelsey's Market in Warren, Michigan and wound up making $2 million. Well, $1.2 with the payout and then taxes. So really about thirty grand, right? According to a press release from the Michigan Lottery, she's quoted as saying, When I scratched the ticket and saw I'd won $2 million, I had to do a double take because I thought I was reading it wrong. When it finally sunk in that I'd won, I was very excited. So just going on the quote, I would assess that at a level 2 to 3 on the enthusiasm scale. And speaking as someone who was born and raised in Michigan... That's about what you'd expect, I think. That's it for the Daily Break. Be sure to head over to Newsweek.com for these stories and more, including our growing podcast lineup. And consider subscribing to the digital and print editions of Newsweek if you don't already. And please hit that five-star rating before you take off. I'd appreciate it. I'm Andrew Tallman. Have a great Mother's Day. Thanks for listening to the Daily Break, brought to you by Newsweek. Newsweek.